Oh, was that a pontoon boat? What? Was that a pontoon boat? Uh, I think so. I only recently learned what a pontoon boat was. Mm. It's just a piece of plywood on top of two tanks over there. That's trash. It's trash. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. I'm sure it is fun though. I mean, it's a fucking boat, like, and it has it has room uh, where a lot of boats have to be like aerodynamic in some sense or whatever. Uh huh. Pontoon boat is just these two tanks floating on water, and then you have a big piece of fucking wood, plywood, yeah, on top of it, and then so castaway shit. You can no, you mean you have anything on there? Like you can, it's basically a van. Or a trailer. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it, I mean, pontoon boats are de- definitely, like, the trailer trash of the the boaters. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, you can fit them to be, like, you could have a fucking disco dance floor on there if you want. You know, like, mm. it could be fun. Welcome to the uh, boat podcast. Yeah. This is part two. This is our just, boat podcast. Let's just all get pontoon boats, and then we'll just, we'll go out to Lake Michigan, and we'll dock up. And make a big old platform. We'll make our own chaz. Hell yeah. There, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking. We're in national waters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, link up, link the boats up, you know? Mm-hmm. One giant people's boat. Um, mm-hmm. Spoiler we're, alert. We're all married and we're all improving <laughs> each other's credit. Yeah. And on a series of pontoons on Lake Michigan. <laughs> and then we're just gonna. We're just gonna buy fucking everything. Hell yeah. yeah. Just like the mafia did. Uh, spoiler alert. Studio number two, which we're recording from right now. It's just, we're on a pontoon. Mm-hmm. We're on a pontoon right now. It's docked. Are you calling my studio the trailer trash? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, I well, mean, it is in comparison. You, you have the nicer nicer uh, studio, which is, you know, good for you. It's, like, it's, like out, it. there. it's, it's nice. out there. It's out there. It is out there. It's yeah. out there. It's out there. Uh, you know, I wasn't affected by the tornado. I literally got hit by a tornado, dog. <laughs> yeah. Um, but here on uh, National Waters, I am still going to, you know, I'm about to nationally break a law and uh, light up this blunt I roll. Uh, welcome to the show. It's the Patreon, folks. Allegedly. Allegedly. No, no, no. There's no laws in the Patreon. If people oh, pay yeah. to hear what you're saying, oh, nothing, yeah. none of this matters. Oh, okay. Cool. Fuck. Yeah. Cunt, cunt, bitch. bitch. Oh, I need to, I need to uh, balance that out with some um, more. Uh, uh, well, let's right, yeah, oh. let, no, let's, yeah, no, we'll, we'll think, we'll rethink this. We'll All rethink right. this one. Maybe we'll cut that out. I, uh, just, I just wanted to get some curses out. <laughs> Lighten one up for George Carlin. Seven things you can't say on radio. Look at that. He said, he said, there was all these things you can't say on radio, and then he did it, and now here we are on a podcast online. It's radio that goes straight to people's brains. Well, really, it's not radio. It's not, it's not part of, like, the well, radio. Well, it's not a podcast or... anymore, because pod, iPods don't exist okay, okay. anymore, all right? <laughs> uh, I, I recently, uh, you know, I heard Duncan Dressel uh, tell me this joke, uh, specific, like, we're hanging out. Not really. I don't want to. I don't want to say that we're hanging out because maybe he'll say we didn't and we weren't. But anyways, the joke was, is that you know, you know, uh, to believe in the American dream, you have to be asleep or something like that. You know that joke? I I totally butchered it. <laughs> no, that's a nice thought. Though. <laughs> totally butchered. No, that's okay. You know, you you trimmed it down into like a, a ultra or altruism. What is it? 
I don't know. A, a, a quote that's on a meme page. It's probably, you know, a misattributed quote. Do you, probably do you know will... that joke? Can you say it better? No, I don't. I don't All know. right. Um, well, welcome. It's part two. Um, listen, I gotta say something for real, though. I gotta say for something real? for real. I'm, you know, I've been looking up for some real. of these election, some of this election news. And, um, hold on, I'm gonna... Click, 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 knock, knock. Who's there? It's the weekend. Cheers. Cheers. So election's coming up. We talked about the post office shenanigans the other day. And, um... It's tightening up. Again, I have no idea what could happen. You know, we talked about how the fucking president called veterans fucking losers. Hilarious. What a crazy man. Um, Does do we know how old he is? Was he alive during a specific war? Yeah, could, no, could yeah, he, he no, he no, he avoided the draft by avoid, lying. So by, he dodged by, the draft. He, dro- he dodged the draft by uh, <laughs> lying about having bone spurs. Um, and he's got the nerve to say something like that. Well, he's a fucking spoiled... And I'm not... I'm he not, was a spoiled rich kid then, and he's a fucking... Well, ugh. Nice I'm goddamn president. Trying to... Like, and, uh, like I support the military. I, I support people who choose to do that. I think that it's a, it's a huge decision. But I also feel like, you know, the stuff that people get into and, and like, get injured and die, die for and stuff is something that, you know... Maybe that their life is more important than that. Um, I mean, just like the wars that we fight are not just. I mean, we could take all the resources of the military. I mean, mm-hmm. we could do like a public service corps or some shit like that and have it be like, we are so intense about serving the country. Let's have the army go build some roads and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <coughs> which they could, which they, you know, do. And but but do we really anymore. want there to be some kind of like government... Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, would just, want, just, I would want a government jobs program in the short term. But, yeah, but like, look at the, how the government does. Like, it doesn't give a fuck about them because the money is guaranteed to go to those certain things, and so it like doesn't really matter how well they do their job or anything. Like, it doesn't matter how long it takes them to do something because their job is guaranteed and everything. Like, well, no, is there a way? Is there a way to better that? Yes, it's because right now all that work is contracted out to private companies. Instead of uh, making them publicly accountable, publicly funded jobs, you know. Is that what they are, though? No, because um, if we're doing public, you know, like say we're doing a public works project, like we're contracting out to a private company to do that construction. But how come? So private companies usually, when when I'm, like, say if I'm trying to pay somebody to build my house, Uh they're usually going to do a good job because yeah. if they don't I'll hire somebody else yeah but like when the government hires a private company to it's do a guaranteed job, paycheck it's different okay I get what you're saying yeah I don't think that I still it's don't like, think it's, that's it's the tax, private it's taxpayer well I mean yeah I mean that's I, I still, feel like, still taxpayer money that's going like to private probably, contracts it probably is the issue with you know governors and shit who like have brother-in-laws or whatever that they give the contracts to no well they have investments in these companies that Mm, get these same contracts over and over again you know what i'm saying so 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 what you're saying is insider insider trading uh, if somebody uh if somebody gives me information and i make a uh bunch of money on it i'm Uh a criminal 
Yeah. But if if they have a guaranteed source of money and they want to pay somebody that they have an invested interest in, literally, like they're invested in that company and right. they want to give the contract to that company so they make more money, how is that not the same similar? Huh. How is that not similar enough to be just as illegal? That's a great fucking question, dude. <laughs> That's a great fucking question. You String them up. I'm listening to this. I'm listening to this podcast about the Iraq War right now. Blowback. It's incredible. I recommend it. Um, you know, I don't usually recommend podcasts on our podcast, but that was. It's only ten episodes. It's excellent. It's very well researched, well produced. It's funny. Um, but this guy it makes me think about Dick Cheney, who was the CEO of fucking Halliburton before he became the vice president of the country. Then, then ended up starting a war for oil. <laughs> for Earl. For, for Earl. Earl. Who's uh, Earl? <laughs> he died. Yeah. Um, he died in the war. Yeah. I don't know what the fucking point was. Oh, well, that's the I was. Right I was saying no. I was saying like a. Okay, so reading this election stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I'm reading a lot of history right now. I'm just taking it in. I'm trying to reserve judgment because, like, you know, it's it's really easy to judge things when you're looking at right. them 80 years, 100 years in the future, you know what I'm saying, or what, however much, you know? Even when you're not, like, in the same present time, you're just not there and you don't yeah. know all the details. Right. It's very... Yeah, so, I'm reading a lot about how fascism came to power in Europe. Uh, in the 20s and 30s right after the depression how the center was bottoming out like we talked about earlier today off the show the center is bottoming out the center ideology of just like managing this economic system we're managing capitalism in a way that like uh, fails in the great depression and now um, and the center bottoms out. So we have two reactions. We have leftist movements coming together, trying to build worker power, gain more. More equitable, right? Share the resources. And then we have the other one, which is uh, like what was seen in Nazi Germany, which is to blame a certain group of people, scapegoat them punish them, exploit them, and um, run the country off of slave labor, essentially. Um, But one side went, you know, one side got in power in Germany, in Spain, in France, or Mm -hmm. sorry, in in, uh, Italy. France was Mm -hmm. taken over by the Nazis. It's usually the right. Right. And I feel like there's a reason for that, and that well, the what I'm reading a lot about is uh, how the center and the left and the uh, further left were not able to come together yep. to form even temporary alliances to stop a well-organized, well-funded ideology for uh, economic expansion, uh, uh, ethnic and the racial right is much better at organizing. They uh, under one idea. Well, They're they have much the better they have falling in line. Well, and you have one side that's money and one side that's about the workers who doesn't mm-hmm. have the money. So they they are. 
But they I mean, are out or we're, even you even have people with no money that are, fall in line with the the right because yeah. there's they just believe so hard well it's like wholeheartedly that they're going to fall there at some point they're gonna well Nazi Germany is just like huh. even if I'm even if I'm broke I'm still an Aryan and I'm not a Jew you know and even that's what it's like that's what that's, it's, that's the same really, shit here that's actually really powerful that's the shit here you know just that's the same shit here you even know? if you're straight up the trash of the society right that I'm still better than everybody else because yeah. even though my life sucks and fucking uh, I've made every bad decision and burnt every bridge in my life and nobody ever wants to talk to me because <laughs> I fucking just ruined their life uh-huh. <laughs> in, in any <laughs> not me specifically <laughs> I don't want to say that. uh-huh uh-huh no uh-huh. this is I, I just have known people that the, are, are uh-huh. that kind of just trash and but they're like Still, you know, yeah, I'm still an American, or right, still, right, you know, I'm We're still proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm white, and I'm proud to stand for those who died to let me stay and fight for the people who look like me, motherfucker. I put a boot in your ass, um, America. Uh, but you know, okay, so yeah, we're seeing that. So my point is, I still think I'm America think, has good things. I'm thinking about voting for Joe Biden. I don't, I don't know if I'm you're gonna thinking, vote at all. I think I'm gonna vote for Joe Biden. I don't know. I'm because with the with the post office shenanigans, every state's a swing state now. Mm-hmm. I think. I think every state. Every state could fucking. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know for sure. We don't know. Yeah. You know they're in power right now. We don't know what kind of shit they're pulling behind the scenes. You know we talked about the post office. I mean this funny. is. I don't think that the post office has anything to do with them pulling strings behind the scenes. Honestly, I feel like they've had the like capability of doing it. Whether or not it's with well, there's a lot of stuff that's happening Alex in the or open. Anything, you know? There's a lot of stuff that's happening in the open. I mean, I'm sure it's easier to do it through the post office. But, I mean, it's another level, though. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's another, it's another burden. It's another added layer of voter suppression. Um, b- voting through mail. Yeah, especially during. Why, a but pandemic. why is that voter suppression? Because it seems like it'd be easier. So it seems like you'd get more people voting. But well, they're because they're sabotaging the post office right now. Oh, okay. But it, only if that's the only way to vote. If there's no way to mail in your vote, then, but some places, then you're right back at you were beforehand when you know going into the ballots is the only way to vote. Washington is, is the vast majority of ballots in Washington are uh, mailed in, so you can't go to. A you ballot. can no, you can. But it's just, that's just. Are you saying that how now, they've been doing it for years? You know what yeah, I'm saying. I know, but so so why is it why is it now worse to like be, to mail in votes? Because like, because mail because mail is taking uh, much longer. It's all of this is report. Mail is taking longer. Packages are going missing. Um, uh, are you saying piles that, piles of mail are turning up in like dumpsters so and shit. Are like, you saying that they're banking on the fact that the people that actually go to the ballots are going to vote for Trump and that anybody who wants to mail in their ballots through the mail 
they'll get lost or they'll just take forever. Or it's, they're just like it's not a game of uh, winning more voters. It's uh, keeping people at home on election day and uh, just suppressing the vote of people who will mail their 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 ballots in. It's about making it more it's about it's to about mail your it's, it's about riling up their own base and getting energy up and at the same time depressing turnout on the other side. It's not about winning the other side. They're not tr- the f- they're not trying that's not to That's what I'm saying though. Like, no, no, what, what I'm I, saying is But I mean that's what? What do you mean? Well, what I'm saying is like you know, there we've always there's always been that you go to the ballots to vote. And there's been, you know, plenty of people who just don't vote. Right. They don't go to the ballots. It's like half the yeah. population. So what I'm saying is if you still have those ballots that you go to vote at, uh-huh. and now all you're doing is adding a, a new way to vote, which is mailing in your ballot, uh-huh. how does that not just get, you know, that 50% that don't vote to vote? And, and, and even if even if you lose a third or, or two-thirds or 90% of their ballots, like, don't you still have, like, you know, more votes than you would have? Uh, just in general for the whole population. Yeah. Or, I mean, but what I'm asking I mean, my, I guess, I'm saying is, is... Oh, go ahead. What I'm asking, I guess, is like, are you are you saying that they're going to be... It's just easier to tamper with the voted... Or the mail-in ballots and, like, keep them from going... Being counted or... Or, like, you said that it takes longer. Does it matter uh-huh. that it takes longer? Yeah, because... Because like it, we've already been seeing it in uh, primaries that are happening later this year, like that happened later in the summer. Uh, people wouldn't, uh, you know, you have to mail your ballot in. You have to have it postmarked by a certain day, I think by election day for it to be counted. And um, people were doing that, and then they would just go missing, and they would not be counted, or right. they would get they would turn up later, or. Um, they would get postmarked, but they were just like, "Oh no, it's too late." It's like, and I guess that, uh, ma- like, when you add mailing in your vote, you're not just adding uh, new voters. You're also having people that used to go to the ballots that are now going to mail in their vote, and that might not be counted or it might get lost or something. So yeah. now those people who used to go to the ballot, maybe they're not going to. Maybe their vote is going to get lost or something. So, I mean, and not to say that, like... But even the It would even count. Not even to say it would even count. But the thing is, is that, like... Again, I'm looking at history, and back then, there was a full-on, like, communist revolution and labor uh, labor unions, and uh, there's a mass movement happening uh, that was... Uh, that understood the urgency, and they were... Um, back in the day... I mean, they were armed, and they were serious, and they were organizing, and um, they were, like, showing governments who was fucking boss, and was a working class. We're no, oh shit, we're nowhere near there, man. We're nowhere yeah. fucking near there. We're so... Put your thumb. I got it, I got it. We're so behind... Uh, in this kind of organization against the against the fucking rising fascist movement in, around the world, mm. and voting is so low effort. Mm-hmm. Just as a momentary, temporary, 
coordination with the center and anyone who just wants to uh even if it's just put a speed bump in the way of fascism because shit can still get so much worse honestly you know what I'm saying? i feel like during times of crisis and pandemics and stuff like that people are more likely to lean towards the side of of conservatism of doing things that have worked in the past to get you through our time i think uh-huh. it takes i think it takes like prosperity to start to lean towards more liberal ideas and and new ideas you know trying new things uh-huh well i don't know i mean i feel like that i mean you know yeah. that not necessarily because sometimes things could be so bad that you're like i want to i want to i just want to overthrow every idea and make something new yeah and so i feel like there's certain things that make people lean more towards you know conservative or liberal ideas and you know i kind of feel like right now we we've kind of come out of uh a, a turn like i mean not everybody but you know in america things have had there we've had a status quo for quite a while of you know economic growth and and stuff and there's been like um people that haven't uh benefit from that at all you know which will be a contributing factor to this but um i think for the majority at least of what we talk about in the news and like history and everything like we think of us right now coming out of a like a state of like constant progression and like constant like you know everything's awesome and and that's why we're so liberal and we can like think about you know like oh okay everything's cool so how can we start solving other problems like world hunger and stuff you know Uh but now there's a pandemic and everything like yeah stuff is shutting down businesses don't know if they're gonna make it through it some businesses are finding that they're thriving in it or whatever you know yeah and so there's just a difference uh, there's just going to be a difference in like a bunch of stuff, and I feel like, you know, maybe it, it's possible that we're entering an age of such uncertainty that people are going to be like, I don't know what to do, so I'm just going to do what we've done in history to yeah. survive certain, like, you know, the Great Depression or, right. you know, the Dust Bowl or something, right. you know, like, you want to just hunker down and, yeah. you know, like... Well, like, you know, well, just to get, like, let's get terms down. Let's get terms down. So we have the conservatives, yeah. right? We have right. the conservatives... Beyond that, we have the fascists, right? When I say conservatives, I probably, you know, in most recent memory, I think, like, Bush-era mm. shit. Which was... Which put- had which had elements of nationalism, mm. right? And uh, certain kind of things. Imperialism. Free markets. Um, but it wasn't outwardly... I mean, it was racist too, you know, with the 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 George is, Bush doesn't care about black people <laughs> exactly, and the Islamophobia and stuff like that. But, um, <laughs> you know, again, like outwardly, outwardly at least, it was just like kind of soft and nice, you know. Mm. So that's like because it's kind of center conservative, right? And then like you have the liberals kind of around the center too, and they're not even. Liberals are most likely to say all we all we have to do is vote. I don't agree with that. Um, all you have to do is vote, and then we're going to stop fashion. But isn't protesting um, very liberal? It depends. I guess it would. So it depend, depends. Yeah. So well, let's well we're getting we're getting we're getting uh, we're getting we're getting uh, we're well. getting let's get ter- let's nail terms down yeah. right. So a uh, liberal, it, I would say. 
George Bush is still kind of uh, kind of borders Your on idealistic, liberal, you know, because it's a center thing, right? You know, party. like it's the, the center, right? The, mm-hmm. Around the center is this bubble of just like kind of liberalism, which is like free markets, um, libertarianism. It's yeah, libertarianism. It's like it's 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 um, uh, economic growth. It's um, socialism. Uh, no, 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 because no, 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 that's because no, no, no. then we go into like actual leftism and socialism, right? right? And that's that we go we go beyond the center towards so the, the center left. is like all about the individual, maybe like mm-hmm. uh, where nobody owes you anything. You don't owe anybody else anything. Yeah, and like prosperity is found on an individual level. We need markets, and there response to like say poverty is like oh non-profits and charities and stuff like that mm. um we're, we're gonna get a think tank together we're gonna hire a bunch of academics to figure this out we're gonna get a bunch of people in six thousand dollar suits to yeah. figure it we're out you know? hold galas yeah 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 yeah. yeah 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 we're yeah, gonna yeah. buy a big old yacht to, right right to right bring right. a lot of the most brilliant minds ever like we need them to be comfortable out in the ocean you know on a big big ass fucking nuclear yacht yeah yeah and and uh, we need to be out there so that we can discuss certain things that might break certain laws. But we're let's in have a conversation. Waters, so it's okay. Let's have. They're all about. Let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. All right. All this racism and stuff like let's that. Let's talk have a, about let's like talk about off twenty five percent of the world's population. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's, there's not enough resources for all of us to live. The well, way see. We okay. Like well, that's a good point. See, like, okay. So liberals are all they're gonna say is. All you have to do is vote. Let's get a soft, let's get a soft killer in office. You know, let's get somebody who's charismatic and fun and has a face of maybe wokeness or a face of progress or diversity or whatever. <laughs> we could talk about it, in the highest office. We could talk about Barack Obama. We could talk about in nonprofits. We can talk about the inter- entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these very surface level things that are just fed like. All we need is diversity. All mm. we need is to just like come together in love, right? Mm. But it's all kind of empty, right? They keep the machine churning It's so, it's so along, vague right? that, that anybody can kind of come up with something that people will run on. And, right. and they just kind of fracture into a bunch of different ideas well, anybody of, can, of what that of what it is right. that they're trying to say. Because it doesn't mean anything. It's yeah. like surface level shit. So now we're seeing like Republicans are starting to run women who are into QAnon conspiracies for Congress. Which, one of their big things is that, you know, Trump is like a secret agent for some kind of yeah. branch of the government that's <laughs> that's trying to, like, seek out and expose pedophiles and stuff. Yeah. And, and, you know, t- I mean, it's pretty easy for them to build a theory like that where uh, Jeffrey Epstein was captured yeah. and, and he was murdered and or we're just like well it also just during like, trump's presidency i feel like it's taken the eye off the ball purposefully too because we have the epstein shit we have the catholic church you know still let's not forget about the catholic fucking church yeah. uh new york did pass something where like for for uh, an amount of time at least or so they like people who are victims of the catholic church could come forward and you know give their evidence and pro which is insane that they had to pass something um so uh you know, that. we have so they're taking the eye off the ball purposefully, mm-hmm. right? Right. QAnon. We got the cat, the Catholic Church, Jeffrey Epstein. ICE has kids missing, and they're trafficking and abusing them in these fucking yeah. camps. And there's you know? been a huge history of child trafficking in 
you know, like like Hollywood or or just politic political things oh, yeah. like the Finders Cold and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So the Republicans are running. Uh, they're able to take this surface level analysis of like more representation and see, look, we have women that are fascists, and like, look, we have people of color that believe in our crazy mm. shit. Like, we're not ha, racist, see, and we're sexist, not exactly, yeah. exactly. So it's like, oh, now, so the center's bottoming out. This analysis sucks because it's vapid. So we have the left, which saying, build class power, build class consciousness. Um, give workers power in the workplace and in their and you know make society more democratic. And then beyond that, we have most of the working class of this country that is just grinding out, doesn't really pay attention to this shit, mm-hmm. and but knows on a deep level that everything's kind of fucked. You know, and this is just like. My experience from working in the restaurant industry, that's, I feel like, probably most of the people we know. You know? They just, like... The guests or the workers? No, just the workers, you know? Well, there's no... There's no... There's no point in voting, man. It's all... It's all rigged. It's all Yeah, it's very defeating. Like, it's daunting. It's literally daunting. Yeah. And, like, (laughs) folks are not wrong to think that. Mm. But there's no alternative analysis given in the in any kind of mainstream well to marxism give, well yeah but that. like nobody and he talks yeah. about how you know capitalism is is very good at seducing the slave into loving their chains uh-huh and like because it, it provides you with a life you know good enough but there's still struggle like in buddhism yeah. it talks about how you know you need your you know basically like there's basic needs like you need a roof over your head you need food, you need water, you need, like, uh, social interaction, you know. And, and if you have all of those things, uh-huh. then you you can have a happy life. But, um, like, the, the issue is, I don't know, I feel like with myself and with a lot of people that I talk to and everything is, like, the idea of debt and, like, mm-hmm. constantly, like, not having enough to, you know, pay your bills and, like, all this stuff and everything and like we live in you know one of the richest countries in the world where you know they, they say that for if you make forty thousand dollars a year you're you're within the one percent of the world as far as your wealth that you make or whatever uh-huh. and in this country you're you're in the 99 percent uh-huh. to make that because right there's i don't know i guess i guess about maybe not just this country maybe no more, but i but, mean even that kind of obscures you know, it's not even about uh, how much money you make, you mm-hmm. know, because like, let's say, for example, athletes, professional athletes, you know, mm-hmm. they're paid hella money. Right. Yeah. Uh, but the at the end of the day, they don't own the basketball court. They don't own. They're putting in all the work. They're putting in all of the work. They are reaping the least benefit and, of all of that. Yeah, because they're sacrificing their body. Oh, yeah. And. and uh, they usually, I mean, usually they make enough money for it, but especially like football players. Oh, oh, hell yeah. I mean, that is, and that is, you know, we're talking about fucking the Coliseum. Uh, but I don't even earlier. want to talk about the money. I, uh-huh. Like, as far as like sports athletes, but like football players and, yeah. and contact sport athletes, yeah. they are literally sacrificing their sanity. Oh, yeah. For, for like this stuff. And, and the, I mean, potentially the safety of themselves the, and their and families. Their families. Yeah. 
because there's we still, know yeah you know that uh there's high there's high school students that are showing signs of early onset of dementia and alzheimer's holy and stuff shit. because of the C, like ct or, or, or ct scans yeah ct or, no, 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 like or, the the concussion like oh, disease thing yeah 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 condition yeah, yeah. Like that the condition that from just those micro concussions all constantly constantly and yeah and you know i feel like you know, it's it's not unnatural for human beings to collide and, and have concussions and, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, you can still be a viable person and not kill your family and stuff. But the thing about, like, these sports is that, you know, you really do do it to an extent. Like, you know, normally, maybe, you know, in, in ancient times, you might have the Olympics where you come together and you do these things once or something. And, you know, you're you're basing it off of like certain exercises and stuff that you're, you're constantly active and everything, but it's yeah. not something you do every fucking day, like yeah. during a season or whatever, you know, like it's, I mean, it, that, that's just something that is kind of like, I mean, look at Muhammad Ali at the end of his life. Oh yeah. You know, like he, you God know, guy, yeah. I mean, he, a guy who, who was brave enough to not go to war over, yeah. you know, over his beliefs and everything. And, yeah. and, uh, willing to like a guy like him who he did have uh an ego you sure know, he he yeah. loved being the, the the guy who could beat the fuck out of you you know and like and, and, and he's one of the greatest knew. athletes on yeah. the planet and to know? be so humbled as to not go to war and have everybody call you a coward i mean to sacrifice your career sacrifice you know? your career all that stuff yeah that's not easy you know no. that it's 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 a uh, like that's humble. It's very yeah. humble, especially for somebody who was so, like, he was very egotistic. Right. He loved himself. Right. And he should have because he was so powerful. Like, he he did the work. You yeah. Know? Or just like, so, you know, all these football players, for as much money as they make, yeah. like, for example, Kaepernick still sacrifices mm-hmm. career, yeah. you know? And uh, so athletes are still workers, you mm-hmm. know? They don't. It's Even all they you make know. A you're, lot of money, they, right? Because they produce a lot of fucking money. Exactly. Well, think about think about how think about their contracts. Sure, it seems like millions of dollars for a year of uh, of, of playing mm-hmm. a sport is but a lot every of money. Game, but think about the ad revenue yeah. from those games. Yeah. Think every, about the yeah. the the you know just like think about uh, the money that the owners are making. Right. You know, the owners of the stadium, the the cable companies, all that shit. They do like absolutely nothing, right? Nothing to do with it right. other than owning it because they bought it, which you know that is capitalism and everything, right? And, uh, you know, maybe that's maybe that's good, maybe it's bad. I don't know. Like, it's hard for me to really uh, solidify my, where I where I feel on these stances, but sure, sure. I mean, I feel like it's uh, I feel like it's bad, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I well, I mean, my point being just like I, you know, where where. Your class is more related to your relationship yeah. to your workplace. Maybe capitalism did what it did, like did something good to get us to where we're at. Uh-huh. And maybe at this point we have the resources and the technology to to adopt something new. We got to do something new, and yeah, like yeah. why we should like, never want to just be stagnant. Like yeah, like we've gone through so many different. Political systems and economic yeah. systems, and everything like through feudalism. And we went, yeah. Well, we went from feudalism to capitalism, yeah. and there was a large, there was a big, 
uh, jump in, uh, uh, you know, standard of living and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And like that, you know, yeah, that was good, you know. And even Marx says but that capital, even, even, even Marx says that capitalism was good for, uh, uh, rapidly, you know, industrializing a society and showing us and, something we're capable of. Right, which right. Is, you know, but he was he was observing shit uh, at the end of the 1800s, mm-hmm. and now here we are, over a hundred years later, mm-hmm. and we're seeing the sundowning of this. We've the, yeah. the 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 limits of the system have have been reached. You know, and this isn't the first time we've we've come to something. Yeah, like exactly. That. The agricultural revolution was right before the industrial, like. They call it the agricultural revolution and the industrial revolution. Uh-huh. And both of those things were a revolution, like just in technologies and everything. Just agriculture, being able to farm and, and keep food, make food, make a shitload of food for a bunch of people. Right. That's where we started making cities, you know? And now, and then ag- the industrial revolution, we made whole countries. Like, we solidified whole countries, you know? Right. Maybe the next revolution will solidify whole planets. Well, maybe, you know, or maybe or we should, um,. We got to solidify our, our our human experience, our human. But it seems like each we each have revolution, to, this next we, revolution, we do that. In, uh, well, in a this sense, in, in a bigger, we still have humans that fight each other. The but. big existential crisis is the is the climate, is the climate crisis. Mm-hmm. You know, like we we're on borrowed time. We're you know, now we're at the point of mitig- of just like damage control. We might end you know. up being in a world where, you know, it's like, did you see Daybreakers? No. What is that? It's a Ethan Hawke movie where he's a vampire. It's it's a, it's old? It's, no, it's like 2007, maybe. Oh, okay. 2014, maybe. I don't know. That, that but, 2014 was uh, 1,100 years ago. Right. <laughs> but it was a movie about, uh, uh, say, like, we're, you're in modern history, except vampires took over the world, <laughs> and so most the, the the majority of the population is vampires. And uh-huh. Humans are farmed for their blood, and, oh and, shit! And they make synthetic blood. The thing is, there's a shortage on blood. And okay, it sounds like True Blood. Maybe. I watched. I, I, I watched I didn't True, watch blood True Blood a little blood, bit back in the day. So, uh, <laughs> fuck. Why did Trash. I bring this up? I can't remember. But okay, I don't okay. know. There's like a. Fuck, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't tie it back into what I was saying. That's fine. Anyways, uh, it's uh, interesting when we yeah. watch it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, ideally, just like all the working people of the world just wake up and they just say, be like, hey, we don't need you anymore. We're just not going to participate. We're just going to take care of each other. And all y'all motherfuckers can just eat my ass. Mm. Okay. Did you hear about this happened like in August, maybe July, but uh, they found shipping containers that were outfitted to be soundproofed and uh, like had chains to hold people. What? Yeah. And there was a one, one of them had a dentist chair like tied in and it had tools for torture. Oh my God. Like literally hostile. Jesus. But they say that these these shipping containers were unused. Uh huh. According, I mean, I don't know why it, they they were covered in foil, tin foil. So I don't know why you couldn't just change out the tin foil or something, or you know, bleach everything and change out the tin foil and just reuse it or whatever. But they they arrested uh, several people um, tied to it. But it's it's ongoing, and who knows what? Nobody knows. I guess what. Uh, these people are being charged with towards the whole thing, but it's literally 
Hostel, you know, like the movie Hostel or whatever, where there's, like, all these things are coming, like, this is the shit that conspiracy theorists have been talking about forever, is that rich people, Uh the, the only issue is, is that, you know, maybe, like, and this is another thing, conspiracy theorists, they say that, you know, these world governments, they try to, they, they take the conspiracy theories and they, they make fun of them and they make them, yeah. Okay, yeah, I just pulled it up. This is from Insider.com. Police found a soundproof torture chamber hidden in a shipping container on the Dutch-Belgian border. The Dutch police uncovered a torture chamber inside one of several small shipping containers near a small village in the Netherlands. Six other containers were found with handcuffs and chemical toilets. The police found instruments at the site that that could be used for torture. Six men have been arrested on suspicion of planning kidnapping and hostage taking. Uh, the intended victims, the intended victims, have gone into hiding. Officers found the site after infiltrating and monitoring the encrypted messaging service, EncroChat. Mm. Um, and so this is like, this money was spent to buy the shipping containers to outfit them. And and it's even further than that. I can't remember speci- like all the specifics. Maybe you can look. Maybe you can see some of them in here. But it talks about how like you know the the coordination to get these shipping containers to the where they need to be. Like there's there's a lot of like the more they talk about it, the more money is involved in this. And it's not just like some fucking rednecks that were able to buy shipping containers or something. It's it's fucking big time shit, and like you know, conspiracy theorists talk. They talk about how you know they, people, so they Hollywood is, makes movies to about conspiracies, so that when you talk about it, they're like, "Oh, that was that movie." Oh whatever, well, that's know, like, CIA to shit. Credit it. That's yeah. CIA, dude. Yeah, that's like not, cost, like that's not. Um, I mean, yeah, that's CIA shit. Mm-hmm. That's Cointel Pro. Yeah, Cointel Pro was. Uh, 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 FBI project that we know about because some activists stole documents from the FBI offices back in the day, but it was um, uh, propaganda plan. Yeah. You know, it was a way to uh, uh, diffuse revolutions and diffuse mass movements. And um, to this day, you know, it, it, it's it's what it's what creates divisions in society and keeps us from uh, forming bonds with each other to uh overthrow this oppressive bullshit yeah. I mean you know I, I feel like Constantine or one of the I think it was Constantine the, uh-huh. one of the guys who was part of uh like who made the New Testament of the Bible they also wrote a book on how to control a, a major populace of people and everything like so you know part of like so he talks about you know having a coliseum like having festivals and stuff to, to so that the people like you or yeah. whatever you know like you enough or whatever like it, it's game of thrones really like he basically wrote a book of how to be a king in game of thrones or uh-huh. whatever, you know and like that's it's like for that was back in roman times when they wrote the bible or uh-huh. not wrote it you know but they put it down in a book and they put the Second Testament or whatever, and they chose the stories that they wanted to be in and everything. And, like, at that time, they were writing books about how you control populations and everything. So, you know, people like to say, like, oh, you know, JFK, you know, the JFK conspiracy, like, you don't think that the government would try to <laughs> control 
the population and kill off a leader that wanted to disband their ability to fucking control the population or something. <laughs> and it's like, they were doing that way, like, way back ago. You know, we, we say we're in 2019. Two, my bad. 2020. Yeah. We're in 2020. Take but that's me, take only, me back. That's only since Jesus supposedly lived, which is when these Romans lived, they were talking about how you control a population of people. Hmm. That's something that they've been as as long as they've had cities, as long as you have huge groups of people, you've had people at the top that were like trying to figure out how to control this population. Well, then after that, and, the church was used to do the yeah. same thing too. You know, the but church was you know on it starts the church, out, the church and the and the yeah. state. Well, I guess it was kings back then, but the church and the state would do these. Uh, uh, imperial projects and and do conquests across the globe for the sake of expansion, mm-hmm. uh, using the fucking church to do that shit. Yeah, you know, They're like well, these people it's just like, like me. I'm brown. Yeah. I'm brown. I got no business worshiping. Uh, uh, I got no business practicing Why, Christianity. You know what I'm saying? Jesus was that makes mid- no fucking sense. Jesus was Middle Eastern. Yeah, and you know what? The Virgin Mary. That's cool though. But why? Because but, the Virgin Mary, the image of the Virgin Mary, yeah. is based off of. Uh, uh, indigenous, an indigenous spirit mm. that the Catholic Church just like had to had, had to yeah. adopt, you know. Yeah. You know, another so thing. like that shit's straight, you know. Like I'm fine, you know. Those are those are powerful symbols that you know. If if you own them, you own them. Like that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is uh, hell. You know, the idea of hell in Christianity and Catholicism was adopted uh-huh. because, uh, like in the Book of Enoch, there's the there's you know there's hierarchies of angels you have the archangels like uh-huh. gabriel michael right. and, Ranks, and all that right yeah. or you have the the gm yeah you have assistant manager yeah. and the shift leader you have the you have the st- this the bottom of the stamp which is uh-huh. like you know the cooks and the and, and the, the bussers and the servers and the yeah, yeah. The bussers. uh yeah, you know what the bussers the expo and the <laughs> And the, and the salad prep cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The weird, uh, the 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 weird handyman that comes so, so into those, the building. Yeah, those guys and girls were the ones who were the angels to watch over Earth and make sure that you know, like the seasons happen the way they're supposed to, and like, yeah, they're just supposed to watch over and make sure things go. You know, you make like you make sure that the uh, the fucking cob salad goes out with all its ingredients. You know, and, yeah. And then the expo makes sure that the parsley is on the plate, or whatever you know. And, <laughs> and then you have the busser who's like, "Oh, uh, this 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 table's full of dirty dishes, and I yeah. need to get it out of here." And and then those stories end up being like the busser's fucking uh, Pluto in the Roman uh, theology or whatever. And then in, in the Greeks, he would be uh, Hades, you know, because he's he's the one who gets rid of the death right. <laughs> and everything. Right. Anyways, though, so like. Uh, fuck! <laughs> I'm getting derailed. Well, that's okay. What, what was talking? I talking about? Um. Okay. So how sir? How uh? There's oh, archangels. Okay. The Book of Enoch. Yeah. The okay, angels. Book of Enoch. Yeah. So the angels. Uh, they. You know, one of the things they talk about is how men are not man. Man is in like men and women, like humanity. Uh, humans. Yeah. Yeah. Humanity. They are mortal creatures, and so they fuck and they have babies, uh-huh. and angels don't fuck. Because right. they're immortal, they have no reason to fuck uh-huh. and have babies. Right. So at some point, these these this B squad, <laughs> you know, angels, they're uh-huh. like, 
they're like, hey, you know, uh, I want to pursue my power. I want to go down here and I want to fuck these human women and have babies. And, and uh, you know, I'll teach the human beings, like, how to make swords and, you know, like, how to... Like, they, basically, they say that they taught us everything that makes us, you know, different from other animals and everything. Uh-huh. And so the angels, wow, be, because they did that, uh-huh. that's a sin, like... The thing about man is that man has the ability, they have free will. They can do whatever they want. Uh-huh. And um, angels can't do that because they're immortal. They have to abide by the laws of God and everything. Uh-huh. And these angels didn't. And so they were banished to hell. And that's where the idea of hell comes from. But hell was never a place for human souls at any point until Catholicism or Christianity was like... Or, you know, the Romans, or whoever yeah. you want to believe in, or that, or that, that what, adopted. Whoever was first. Whoever, had, it was the Romans. The Romans yeah. adopted this theology. Before that, they had uh-huh. the Roman gods. And then they were like, okay, Christianity's coming through here, you know, which is Judaism. Let's snatch it up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's snatch Let's it up. Let's snatch it up and control it. And Yeah. Um, so they they're like, oh, this hell concept is pretty dope. Uh-huh. Because now we can we can threaten you with something just because... You know, you don't abide by our laws because yeah. because now our laws are not. It's not something I, I didn't write this law. No, for sure. You know, this is God's law. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said yeah. this. Well, this is like this goes back to the, you know this thing is just like this thing that my buddies told me like last year. Uh, my buddy who's uh, doing a lot of really good uh, organizing and activism out in New York right now, but he was like, you know, there's this fiction that. Uh, societies across time and the globe have been taught and this fiction is that you have to suffer and hustle out now and eventually you'll get yours right and that narrative has been used to control us and keep us docile and keep us with our head down definitely and you know so before you know I was talking about the right and the center and the left but the dominating ideology is just that it's I just have to keep my head down. Mm-hmm. I just have to keep working. Eventually, you know, maybe I'll become a millionaire, but maybe I, I just got to survive. I just got to make it, you know. Before that, there was like, um, in India, you know, they have Vedism and stuff like that. And, uh-huh. and, and that's like reincarnation, where they believe that you will be reincarnated in the next life. And that became a problem because a lot of the peasants realized that, you know, I'm going to be reincarnated the majority of the people here are like me and they don't have shit and, uh-huh. and my life fucking sucks. Uh-huh. And so I'm going to be reincarnated as a peasant most likely and it's going to fucking suck again. Yeah. And so then they had the ascetics. Ascetics are people that renounce the religion and they deprive themselves of all pleasure to like just to con- make themselves suffer so much that they hope that they will achieve like some s- sense of enlightenment uh-huh. to the point where you know, like their stories of them living on a grain of rice a day, or uh-huh. only standing on one leg all day, so that they don't, they don't, they have the joy of of, of being able to support their weight by two legs. Uh-huh. You know, they they don't sleep. Like they they just deprive themselves as as much as they can. God. And um, this is like the story of Siddhartha Gautama, the first Buddha. You uh-huh. know, he was a prince in India, and he he's seen like they talk about the four sights. You know, he's seen. He was the first time he left the palace at thirty. Uh-huh. You know, he he was just fucking in his cart. You know, going down the road, and he's seen a sick man, or he's seen an old man, which he had never seen. He'd never seen somebody who was old in his life. He never, so he had no concept of of 
growing old and dying or whatever, you know? And then he had seen somebody who was sick and he was like, what the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> he's never been around somebody who's sick, uh-huh. you know? And then he's seen uh, an ascetic, somebody who, who has renounced a religion and is like depriving themselves. So somebody who's really skinny, uh-huh. you know, and, and just is just look like the look of suffering, you know, yeah, on their face. And uh, and then he's seen somebody dead. He's never seen somebody who is dead. And he so in that one ride, he had seen true suffering. Uh-huh. And at that moment, he had a family and everything. He was the prince of 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 some tribe in India. He renounced all that and left. And uh, he became an ascetic. Uh-huh. So he started uh, he started just depriving himself of everything. There's the story of like how he lived on a grain of rice a day or whatever. And um, so the idea is that he's a guy who came from complete privilege, with uh-huh. never any desire. He never de- had any desire. Any time he had, could have wanted something, it was provided for him before uh-huh. he could even want it. Uh-huh. And so then he gave all that up and he went to the complete opposite end of the spectrum where he's like, I wanted to deprive myself of everything because that's what he's seen that these other people were doing. And he's like, maybe that will lead me to where I need to, like, I want to solve this. I want to, I don't want people to be this way. Uh-huh. And so then the story, like, says that at some point he realized that depriving himself was not going to give him any kind of enlightenment. So he started eating again, uh-huh. and um, they shunned him. The society he was part of shunned him because he started eating again. So he left, he went to China and everything, and then the story ends with him ending, like, sitting under, like, a like some tree, some fruit tree. I don't know if it's a peach tree or whatever, but uh, he just sat there and he was determined to not move from that spot until he reached enlightenment. So he just sat there to meditate forever. And he reached enlightenment. He realized that he has this whole, uh, that's what, that's what Buddhism is about is, is the, it's, it's not a philosophy or it's not a, it's not a religion, you know, mm-hmm. it's a teaching. It's, it's like, yeah, this is how, you know, if you do these things and you practice these things, you will, you can and will be happy. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like being thankful for the things that you have as long as you have food, water, a uh, roof over your head and social interaction. And I think there might be a fifth thing. I can't remember. But and like memes, memes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. I don't know. That's what why Buddhism resonates with people. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's almost sad because I feel like just being like, oh, I'm a Buddhist or, you know, it's, it's almost like. It's kind of like being like, oh, I'm vegan, yeah. I'm gluten free, yeah. <laughs> you know. Or, it's yeah. like it shouldn't be that. It's like I want to be happy. Practice, I want to be. I want to be appreciative about yeah. what I have. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I try to. I try to like do meditation and stuff, but I haven't been able to like really do a routine, like really lock down a routine. It's. Yeah. I mean, it's. It just. It just takes doing, you know. But I don't know. It's. It can be hard. I mean. I, I feel like I'm at a point to where I can meditate. Like, I used to be, like, I wasn't sure if I, like, am I meditating right now? Like, you know, I'm hung up on the idea of, like, is this meditating? Or am I meditating? And it's, like, it's nothing about that. All it is is just that you are just trying to silence your mind for a while. And just try yeah. to f- just try to focus on one thing, which is breathing. It could be anything. It doesn't have to be breathing. Or it could even just be listening yeah. to your thoughts. 
Yeah. And just like really like. I mean, that's different. Well, I mean, this is a certain it's kind a of, meditation type of meditation where it's but like, it is still a meditation. You know, yeah. Okay, grab like grab onto something and see yeah. where uh, where this is going. Yeah. Like follow, like I lean think, lean into one thread. You know. Yeah. Um, I think but, that that's good for uh, like after you do a certain amount of meditation. I uh-huh. think that that's like a second step. Uh-huh. Being able to meditate on an idea. Yeah. I think that first it's it's important to try to just just try to meditate on your breath or something something very simple and just just concentrating on focusing you know like yeah. on one thing. Well, I'm just, saying just like if you if your mind is going, mm-hmm. just like my experience, you know that makes it, sense. Those are good. Those are good things to pay attention. You want to yeah. pay attention to. You want to be able yeah. to because also like. You know, sometimes people start and they're like, oh man, meditation is like, how the fuck do I do it? My mind right. is so crazy. It's yeah. like, cool. Why don't you just sit with that and just like, yeah, you're right. Listen actually. to, you know, start there. Because uh, no because, matter what, you're meditating on something, even if it's uh-huh. just your breath. Yeah. So if it's, if, if you replace that with an idea or uh-huh. something or a specific thought. Yeah. I think it's important to try to, try to just stick with a specific something. Yeah. You know, whether it's your breath or something mm-hmm. or running or, or whatever, you know, but. Um, I think it's a, like, important to try to build that first, but I feel like what you're saying is it can be hard to do. It can that be hard, first. but and it's okay that you know? it, it's okay that it's hard because, yeah. like, you know, our minds are chaotic, mm-hmm. and those are things that you just have to be aware of. You I know? think that that's be like what cool it to be like builds on though. It's, yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah. just like you know, you got to start. You know, it's cool to start from there. It's hard to just like empty your em- empty your mind. You know, it's hard to hit me, hit me. I said hit me. Uh, <laughs> Stop trying to hit me and hit me. <laughs> um. I wouldn't be doing anything that um, pacifies us or um, uh, makes us feel like we just have to endure, you know? This curtain, the current situation, you mm. know, like that suffering is just a part of life. If we expand our philosophy beyond, like, you know, a better, I think a better world is possible. What if we, what if we vanquish suffering? You know, what if we had a mindset not of scarcity? I think that, that, what could if, be a, that what, should be a goal. But, but what if we have a mindset of abundance? You know, mm-hmm. one once where it's like, no, we, no one has, no one has to suffer. Mm. to vanquish suffering but that's the ideal and it will never be reached in my lifetime mm-hmm. yours but you're right maybe that's something you know. that should that should power you to uh ask ask go for the to most move, move be yeah. acceptable or accept you know 80 percent or whatever you know well you know if we fight for the biggest thing mm-hmm. if we expand our imagination we have to you know a lot of the problems of today this the 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 the, the the country, the world, is a crisis of imagination. Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, thing things. Is, hey, that's just the way it is, man. You just got to learn to live with it. I think that's bullshit. Yeah, you know, I, I agree with you actually because it seem it kind of seems like, you know, lawyer says to the the man. Who's getting divorced? Like his 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 wife is or his soon to be ex wife lawyers up, 
and she, you know, serves him and everything, and he's confronted with all these, like, legal issues that he had no idea about. Uh-huh. And so the lawyer says, like, he starts saying all these things that they need to start preparing for, setting up to build his case, you know, to for the best possible outcome for him. And he's like, he's like, what you need to know is that, you know, your wife has a good lawyer, and if we're going to start from a place of sane and try to argue a place of crazy we're gonna end up somewhere between crazy and sane which is still crazy so he's like we want to start from crazy and work our way back to sane which i feel like i feel like that can resonate a lot with what we're going through right now through like politics is like yeah you know we're we're trying to argue two issues or, or two sides of an issue where there's people that are starting from a place of crazy yeah and I don't know. I mean, maybe it's crazy to say we should start from a place of crazy, but as far as lawyers and legal issues, they don't think it's... <laughs> I mean, that's, that's negotiation. They think that's the most sane yeah. place to do it, or that's, that's, the same yeah. way to do it. That's negotiation one, yeah. 101, you know? Yeah. Um, if, you, if, if, if you go... If you ask for something and somebody's like, yeah, okay, that means you left money on the table. Yeah. <laughs> you left something but on the like, table. But also, like, you know... This is this is how bad the crisis of imagination is. You know, I was talking about the left, the center, the right, and history. Um, no one these days. We're not talking about arming up and seizing our 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 places of employment. You know, mm-hmm. nobody's talking about uh, showing up to the shift. And um, <laughs> I don't know. This is just based off of what has happened in history. Showing up to the brunt shift with a fucking AK-47 and saying, like, hey, uh, I own this now, you know? Me and the other the service staff in the kitchen, we own this restaurant now. I mean, that would only work if there wasn't a police force. Well, that's... Well, well that's, not, not and necessarily. Then, and, well, that's what not the rebel... Not necessarily, because but that's then what you the, have neighbors oh, that would, would become a militia, in a sense, so... Well, that's what the rebel... That's you, what you these revolutions that, were, brother. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. That's but revolution was, yeah. doesn't always lead to something good. But I'm not also not saying well, that revolution I mean, isn't necessary. Again, you know, we're, uh, re- uh, a socialist revolution has looked different across the world, across history, too. Mm-hmm. You know, and some of uh, a couple times it happened through elections, and you know what happened? What we overthrew them mm-hmm. <laughs> and put a, put in some fucking murderous folks. Yeah. You know, even even that happened in Chile. Talking about seizing the means of production, they said, hey, basic needs being met, all right? Let's do it, you know? Unions will we'll, uh, nationalize a couple of the resources, but overall, just like, not a big deal. Just vote for me. Mm-hmm. And um, the U.S. government still fucking overthrew Chile's government. And, um, you know, uh, the, the, they, they put, you know, they put in people that had death squads and they were throwing, they were throwing people out of helicopters and shit. Well, we, we like outsource all of our production to every other country. So like, it's an, it's an incentive for our country to make sure that those means of production stay cheap. Oh yeah. And like, you can, you can like 
say that you're not part of that. And like I can say I'm not part of that and everything. And but I mean, I'm still buying the stuff. I'm still supporting it. It's not like I have another outlet. You know. Ah, uh, yeah, but that's the thing. Like Amazon controls half the fucking online market, mm-hmm. and they run at a loss. So the shit is so cheap. You know, they keep the prices low. They run out all this other competition. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard. You know, especially as like we're pinching pennies these days. We're more dependent on these guys. We're dependent. Well, like like companies like Amazon are dependent on the status quo staying the same. So yeah. Because if if things were to change and like we started producing things from our own country and like paying uh-huh. people the wages that we pay them and everything to produce things in our country, things are going to get a lot more expensive. And then Amazon won't be able to do the things that they normally do. Well, pay, you know, pay out CEO and board yeah. member pay, which and you know stockholders is, is and probably like why that you know they're branching off into stuff like AI technology, Alexa, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, and fucking uh, you know web services. Amazon Prime watching video like the streaming like they're yeah, trying yeah the all, the, all service, those services the production company yeah. you know like in the next few years you'll probably you'll, you'll probably be like either using Google or you'll be using Amazon search engine or something you know like the, yeah. well, what's stopping he's so rich and his company is worth so much money like what's stopping him from becoming anything he wants to be at this point or, I mean or, that's where exactly what we're seeing I was talking to uh, I was talking to a good friend of ours who, who just moved away rest in peace um, <laughs> um, they're alive but, but he was like yeah he's alive rest is Chicago soul yeah his or her <laughs> Jeff Bezos is bald Jeff Bezos is bald. He could have gotten the plugs, and he said, nah, I'm going to do the fucking full Lex Luthor shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just, you know... I think that, that just t- talks more about how, for whatever reason, we haven't been able to solve baldism. <laughs> I'm just saying. With all I feel like money, there's been like, money the Elon thrown Musk, at that. I mean, Musk got plugs. Did he? He did. Mm. You know, after you know, after the PayPal... If you're, PayPal, if you're as rich as Bezos, fine, though, you know, like... No, he's jacked. Here's the thing. There's he no get, reason for him to be jacked. He gets jacked as fuck. He's trying to be a fucking, you know, super god. He's fucking I think trying he's to be just, Lex Luthor. I think that he's he his he technology is. has developed some kind of like uh, you know, way to live forever and and yeah. make yourself fucking jacked if you want to be. Like he just this he has he has access to some of the most state of the art AI technology in the world. Yeah. So, I mean, no, he owns it. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know how good this AI is, but the idea is that AI has the potential to be infinitely smarter than human a human mind. So he has access to a mind that, if it's not yet, it will be. It will have the potential to tell him what he needs to do to be or to create or or do whatever. Like, like yeah, but that's not a neutral technology. You know, it's programmed by the people he hires, and it's going to be used to protect his power. And we've already seen, like, you it's, know, it's the facial still, recognition AI. Just yeah. for example, you know, um, uh, having racial biases. I'm not saying you it will be flawed. But no, it's right. But gonna, I'm saying, like... It's definitely going to be able to, you know... Have, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's going to be for a certain purpose, you know? It's not... It's, he's it, going to be steps, not just one step ahead of every other fucking person who doesn't have something like that. You know, and I'm like just countries. He's gonna be whole, whole fucking. He's a goddamn king. Fields yeah. away from countries. You know, like yeah. acres. 
Motherfucker. He's on a whole other planet. He has a robot here, and he's just like in a spaceship. God, yeah. have you seen those fucking robot dogs? Those mm. Boston Dynamic robot dogs? Mm. They're yeah. getting, they're getting. They really made, they made scary, a, they made a, a fucking Dark Mirror episode about Ooh. it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Metal, that was scary. Or whatever it was, it was like the little dog that yeah. chased after the that, person in black and white. That's a good episode. That's literally what the thing looks like. There's, I know. There's like no that shit's gonna be chasing me down for my fucking student loan, my student loan yeah. payments in twenty yeah. years. And it's going to be fueled off of biomatter. <laughs> it's not no. going to be. It already is. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's the, the uh, there's... Great Lakes. My Great Lakes uh, debt servicing company is going to uh, file a warrant out for my blood. And they're just going to send a little robot dog to come out and be like, yep, yep. And just like, <laughs> you know, sick its teeth in my neck and just like extract my blood. It's Bam. just going to be sucking blood out of you and it's going to be like, you yeah. owe $135. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it won't kill me. West it's... Capital Bank. <laughs> <laughs> Want to keep me just alive, just alive to keep to keep your blood has going. paid off. Yeah, forty three cents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, robot dog. Oh, I love I love living in America. The interest rate <laughs> on your late payment is forty thousand dollars. <laughs> like once a year, once a year they're gonna release the robot dogs on the people who have the like purge. A, a credit score under five hundred. They're just gonna fucking show up at people's doors and just like the, the problem with the movie The Purge is that the rich really de- depend on people being poor, so they they couldn't just kill them off like that without Yeah. Without like I don't know, maybe they just are, maybe maybe the whole system is based on draining people of their money so that it creates you know ev- endless supply of poverty. <laughs> well, now you're talking about surplus population, my man. Mm. Well, yes, sir. Again, you know, I don't know. Look at this. Just put us on TV. I feel like we have a better grasp on what's going on than most people, and most people can, you know, like. Yeah, no shit. Surplus population, you know what I'm saying? Need prisons and cops to manage a, surpl- a surplus population. Put us on TV. We just need one episode. <laughs> yeah. One episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll say everything. We'll, we'll, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Uh, it be like <laughs> That's the issue, is that, is that when, when you're talking about bullshit, you can make a lot more fucking... You can make a whole fucking continue it show I feel like fucking Ted Kaczynski is just like I just need one I just put me on TV for three hours and we'll show you we're not violent people also I hate TV I hate TV (laughs) (laughs) everybody needs to just go build themselves a cabin in the woods and just live off the land. We're opening up the seven seals so you can live in a cabin. Okay? You need to plant apricots in your front yard and have seven wives to tame to tend to them. All right? We're going to play a, we're going to be in a rock band. There's going to be 20 people in them. We're going to play switchfoot covers till the break of dawn. That's what I, it's not, I'm not a prophet. I'm just saying what the Lord is telling me. I'm not a prophet. I'm not a prophet. (laughs) Y'all have gotten soft. (laughs) It disgusts me to see people nowadays just 
buying their food from the stores. They're going to go out in the woods and hunt something. I've seen big berries from a bush. I'm seeing kids, kids and children going to buy frozen yogurt like there isn't the Lord telling them to bathe in the blood of the lamb. I'm living in a freak show. <laughs> the Lord doesn't want you eating a honey vanilla, a honey vanilla frozen yogurt cup. He wants you eating a horse blood and milk cup. Quit being a daisy boy and go up to that hornet's nest and they take it, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh goddamn! Um, oh shit! Well, um, on that note, I think it's a good time to edit. <laughs> um, Ted Kaczynski? No, is that that was his name? No, yeah, the Unabomber. That's the Unabomber. No, who am I thinking of? Oh, I'm thinking I, of I fucking... thought you were talking about No, I'm mixing up the crazies. Okay, so. so... Describe the crazy. He's the fucking Waco guy. What's oh, that's David Koresh. Oh, we were doing David Koresh. Mm. Oh, Zoom Day, get David Koresh. Okay, that makes more sense. Oh, God damn it! All right. Yeah. Which you know, uh, stay with he us. He still has followers to this day. They I know. are waiting for his second coming or a third coming. One I of guess. these days. One of these days. They believe he was. The I would. I wouldn't be surprised at this point. Mm. Um. All right, y'all. We'll talk to you later. Mm. Love y'all. Thanks for listening. Bye. Goodbye.